good morning and episode oh my god i've done that multiple times yeah. good morning and welcome to episode um don't even really know it's either 126 or 127 it's the latter 127 yep okay so 126 was last week um we are the sunday conversation podcast hosted by us the boys presented by loyalty liquors and soon to be taco casa shit trevor and nate dog they've been at fucking taco casa you the past couple days so uh sound like corporate headquarters yeah dude they're they're getting the ropes on how much cheese they need to grate every day uh homemade beans every morning um yeah dude fucking shout out them and also little fun fact taco casa is the original taco bell um roy upshaw created taco bell sold the franchise but said you guys can't have the recipe kept the recipe and then he he created another smaller chain called taco casa and that's the original taco bell recipe so what up what up i know i know i know all 330 million of our listeners have had taco bell so would you, you know I, dis- did you know i've never had a big mac ben you've never had a big mac nope no shout out my grandpa always letting me get big macs that's why i was fat as fuck so <laughs> <laughs> And that's what grandparents like, are for. When I was a kid, my grandfather used to take used to walk me over to the whole donut, which was across the street from his condo, and he would buy me half a dozen donuts and let me eat fucking half a dozen donuts for breakfast. Aaron, you notice your your uh, you know your thin demeanor, you know your your nice physique. Yeah. Well, that's because your grandpa made you walk to the donut shop. My <laughs> my grandfather drove my ass to the donut <laughs> shop. I got a baker's dozen and he let me eat them all. So <laughs> no, uh, I was just thinking about that. You've never had a Big Mac and I, I've had your share of Big Macs, my friend. I'll tell you that right now. There, see, so it all works I bet out. you I've had, I bet you I've had over a hundred, no way. I bet you I've had, I the the funny part is, is I bet you I've had forty Big Macs in my life, and I bet you that I haven't had a Big Mac since two thousand seven. How interesting! Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were. Do, do you, you think were, that maybe I? Do you think that maybe I made a correlation? Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh shit!" You probably this put big two two together. Isn't helping my uh, my professional hockey aspirations. I should probably stop eating them. What did you weigh in 07? That was high school. I don't think I like. I don't think I weighed that much. Like in relative to what you went. I bet you I was one. Yeah, like one eighty. I don't think I was 200 pounds in high school. I might have been. Shit. Yeah, probably. 
I mean, I topped out at 232. That's pretty That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you weren't, you weren't like always. And like... actually, I shouldn't. That's because one of my coaches bitched me out and he told me to get on the scale. That that was in Huntsville. And but you then, got on 232. Well, then I. But then I was like, okay, but put 232 pounds on the bench press right now. And I probably did it for, you know, a lot of reps. So in like the relativity relativeness to the situation i was stocky but i was strong yeah it's uh power to weight ratio is what they call it um but yeah dude i don't know how we big max is how big we max. started talking about what the fuck, dude? that's ta- taco casa <laughs> turned into taco bell turned into i've never had a big mac turned into how much did you weigh in 2007 ben <laughs> what are you what did you what a trip. like 135 pounds probably that's what i was yeah that's what I was wondering. maybe 140 because um here's the thing about us in 07 ben in the, in the weight room uh our coach senior year scrapped doing workouts during the season in the weight room because he couldn't get anybody on the team to actually take them seriously so he was like you know what we're just going to play system hockey. We're going to find a system that works for you guys. And that's what we're going to do because it's, none of you idiots are going to ever fucking get strong. I mean, dude, our like strength test was like, how many times can you bench like 135 pounds? And we had guys on the team that couldn't even do it. So like, you know, it's kind of hard to be like, all right, we're going to put a strength program in place for, you know, what's the season, November to, to March, you know, a four month, four month season. You can't put a strength, all strength uh, program in at that time span. So focus on hockey you know yeah shit dude how was uh how was your week though i mean um uh... it's a busy week uh very busy week i just crossed over uh or got exactly to uh 900 rating uh on chess.com it's been a it's been a very good chess week i went uh, 18 6 and 2 um so let's see. I only need 1,400 more points and three IM norms to become an international master. So, you know, slowly getting there. Um, um, interesting. I got a quick question. Okay. No. You're there. there? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cut out. I heard you have a quick question. I said – when do you find times to play all of your chess games? Well, the great thing about chess.com is they have a thing called daily matches where you have, once you make a move, you have 24 hours or once your opponent makes a move, you have 24 hours before you have to make your next move. So, you know, you find little times throughout the day. I play at night, obviously. Under, before under, bed. That's, that's all I needed to hear. That's, that seems pretty. This is, this is just one step in the puzzle, right? So I told I, Dane and I, Agree. Your your uh, your relative Dane, your cousin Dane, and I. Uh, I said relative. That's such a weird fucking way to yeah, describe him. But <laughs> anyways, we are, we are in fact related. So we kind we kind of said <laughs> we kind of said when we got to a thousand rating on chess.com, we would join the uh, Play More Chess Academy, the Chess Club in Hamden. And so at the rate I'm going, that's going to be in about two weeks. Uh, and Dane has not been playing much lately. But, um, 
Yeah. And so then when that starts, then I can actually get a real legitimate rating through the, the UCSF, no, USCF or FIDE and all that stuff. And United then the past CrossFit. Then, <laughs> United States CrossFit, exactly. <laughs> And then at that point, then the path to Grandmaster actually begins. So it's all just well, part of the process. That's awesome. I hope I hope that uh, I hope that you're a Grandmaster by episode 250. 250. That's 125. So that's a, two years. Uh, that would be quite the pace. But if I, you know, that'd be quite the pace. But two years, <laughs> I'll, I'll make it happen for you, buddy um other than that work you know work was busy it was a busy week uh a lot of um birthdays this week for me and my family uh so yeah busy busy week how was uh how was yours how was the end of uh snapper season it was good we actually had our our best our best trip yet we uh we limit limited out and it was a beautiful day on the water so can't ask for uh for much more I, I started out a little bit slow and then i hammered like four big ones right well three big ones right at the end i got a nice grouper early in the day but um great day fun fun to be out there obviously as always but uh shit yeah say no mas no no mas snapper until uh it opens up for a couple of days, like a couple of weekends in October. But yeah, Wait, what'd you say for a couple couple of days? <clears throat> they open the season from I think it was like June. I I think eleventh through t- today. Yeah, and then they close it. But then there's like a three weekends in October that they open it up again. That really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it's the three weekends, the three every other weekend starting in October. So I think it ends. I think there's like one or two in November, too. Huh. Um, what was the biggest one you got in yesterday? Um, I mean, we didn't weigh them. It was pro- we, shit. We just throw it in the box, but it was probably like. Uh, close to 30 inches or something nice yeah i mean decent it was actually funny because i was talking to Corey. by the way Corey wants to come on the podcast he's obviously uh an avid listener but uh he would like to do a one hour episode just answering fishing questions because we seem to talk about fishing a lot and i think we have some unanswered questions and i think we also don't know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> so that that's what i was waiting for you to say <laughs> i figured when you said that that it was because Corey didn't like some of the information we were putting out there uh you know uh, I, I would say that you're you're in good situation just like he doesn't he's not really a bass fisherman he can still yeah. catch fucking the shit out of bass he's obviously got a, a a young son that just wants to fish wherever so gotta go where you gotta go but in terms of saltwater fishing he knows his shit so um i think sometimes we say things that you know are average you know we're an average fisherman podcast not a professional fisherman podcast we're weekend we're weekend warriors bro we're not out here making a living doing it um but uh yeah 
what the hell was I? Where did we originally start with that? Because I completely... uh, you're saying you're saying Corey wanted to come on the podcast oh, because he didn't like before our work that. I was about to say something about fishing, and it was probably going to be wrong. So, um, so whatever. That's what. I, yeah, whatever. Maybe we just change the name of this podcast to "We're Wrong About Fishing." The Sunday non-fisherman conversation podcast. Wanna be weekend warriors? Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So. It was definitely, I was just going to say it was, it was fun. It's fun as shit to catch fish, um, clean to, you know, everything. We're about to vacuum seal that shit today. So, um, it's always good to put meat in the freezer. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. Actually, we were talking about tuna fishing. Was that last week or the week before? I think it was last week. Um, and I may be going tuna fishing in like two weeks out in uh out of situate um that's where Corey's out of i know does he still do tuna charters no he's he's in lobster season full swing yeah um so uh that would be really cool apparently right now the limit Corey. if i get this wrong it's not on me because this is what i was told is anything over 73 inches has to go back and anything that like goes to market the the guests whatever you want to call them ha- get 25 percent of um Dude, he's gonna tear us up for this i know this but what do you want again. first of all i didn't set it up i'm just a i am just along for the ride i You're was a pawn. This is, i was i'm a pawn well as philidor said the pawns are pawns are the soul of chess so um <laughs> Suck on that, Ben. <laughs> uh, but that was like, that was what it, how it was described to me. So if I'm wrong, then, you know, it's not my fault. It's Vinny's fault. Dude, you got to go. I'm, I, 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 hope I told did. him I'm in. I said he gave us three dates. I said I could do two out of the three days. You guys figure it out and then just tell me where to be and when. The only thing about yeah. tuna, tuna fishing is it feels and Corey, correct me if I'm wrong. It feels like you probably have the lowest success rate, but the highest possible reward for your success. Yeah. I I would have to be a, um, a a tuner fisherman to, to know the answer to that. And guess what? I'm not. So you could look it up real quick or we yeah. could just have Corey on and all this shit would be settled. Okay. You're right. So we'll probably need to do that. Um, but, uh, Oh, well, according to this, what month is best for tuna fishing? Usually the tuna fishing season ends when the winter is in full swing and average tuna fishing season in Northeastern United States kicks off in June and concludes in November. However, the best months for catching tuna are August and September. we all know the internet doesn't lie ever what uh what's on what what's on your docket as of uh coming up here Uh, oh my god lots of stuff uh today uh today our 
today. Uh, families are meeting. Um, my my parents, my aunt, my uncle, my sister, we're all going down to uh, Stony Creek Brewery for um, celebrate my mom and sister and Taylor's birthday. I mean, not really Taylor's birthday. She doesn't drink, so not really Taylor's birthday, but um and then her parents are coming so our families are meeting for the first time that's today next weekend next weekend we are going to mystic uh for friday and saturday night uh well friday you know friday day friday night saturday day saturday night and then the following weekend uh we're in boston for uh a night uh the 13th we're going to uh the Red Sox game, we got a hotel in Cambridge for the night, and then uh, we'll probably putz around Boston for a chunk of the day the next day. So, yeah, you know, Ben, New England summers, you got to, you know, it's not like Florida where, you know, you, you can get good weather the majority of the year or warm weather the majority of the year. You know how it is here. You got to make the most of them. Take advantage. Yep. Um, um, hey, is it a good time to go ahead and say that uh, the merge – is happening September 19th and Ether's been on a fucking tear and uh, don't ever fucking just don't ever don't trust the boys because like we've always said from the get-go by Ether. I just uh, made us a, 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 a financial podcast again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, here it is. The merge, ethereum.org. Uh, this is updated as of the other day. Soon, the current Ethereum main mainnet will merge with Beacon Chain proof of stake system. This will make mark the end of proof of work for Ethereum and the full transition of proof of stake. This sets the stage for future scaling upgrades, including sharding. I couldn't have picked Sh a better word. It's sharding, like so with a D, like not half, D. It's like. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you kind of take a shit in your pants but but really it's just a fart mostly just a fart yeah the merge will um, reduce ethereum energy consumption by 99.95 percent wow that is something yeah it is something it's just that's why i said it i brought it up it's something that's all i got for you the merge and ben did, did you happen yeah. to see that uh the U.S. the United States government made a basketball trade this week. A what? A basketball trade. Oh, because of Brittany Griner. We traded a Russian uh, arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death oh. for Brittany Griner and future considerations. So, do we under? Is everyone on board with that? This is just a complete Hollywood cinema at this point, or what? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of my life it's it's you know i i think it's hilarious listen i do obviously i don't think you know any american citizen wants to wants to be in prison and especially in all places prison in russia and i understand obviously that you know she had uh, at least they said afterwards that she had you know legal rights in the united states to possess marijuana but at the end of the day, if it's illegal in the country you're in, it doesn't matter what you're legally allowed to do in the United States. And I just, first of all, I don't even understand. I know she's like been playing in the, in the Russian basketball league, which seems odd to me because like, you know, she's a, was a, like a really good women's basketball player. Um, 
I think there's more to it than this. I, there has to be. This is the biggest, like, it's the weirdest thing ever. It, like, it doesn't so even make weird. sense. Like, it doesn't. How, I mean, not that, not that, like, much of the news um, directly affects most Americans. Yeah. This, like, did not at all. And it has been a big thing. Like, a big thing. I think it was just like a, I don't know. It's either a scare tactic because now they realize that every single flight in the country is just um, a drug smuggling trip because everyone carries vapes now. Yeah. I don't know if they're trying to like, I don't know. I just don't know. Well, it's just interesting. Even the New York Times. Well, Jesus, I don't know. This is just the first paragraph of their article about a report to circulating that the United States is negotiating with Russia to exchange two Americans being held in Russian prisons for notorious arms dealer serving time in America. The deal is totally lopsided. The two Americans, the basketball star Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan, a security company executive, are not criminals and certainly not remotely comparable to Victor Bout, a notorious purveyor of arms to terrorists, once known as the merchant of death. It's just like, like, <laughs> what the, like, what the fuck? I, 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 like, I understand, like, you have, you have a duty to take care of your citizens, but at the same time, I feel like there's American citizens all over the world that. Right. That's my, that's my in situations like, like this. You know, think about a U.S. arms dealer that's in prison somewhere else, like, the u.s isn't getting getting him back or her back or you know whatever it's like they're like nah fuck it you can stay over there meanwhile it's like russia's like give us our guy (laughs) this guy's important there's no advocate there's no there's no attempt to get uh edward snowden back i just was listening to uh podcast about uh edward snowden the other day very very interesting 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 fascinating and also also, uh, where is he? He's in Moscow. Oh, there you go. He was granted permanent resident status. So he's he's Russian now. He's definitely working for the Russian, the KGB or whatever. They're CIA. Yeah, the, yeah, the KGB. Actually, they're not called that anymore. They have a different name. But um, the uh, yeah, but it's just it's just it's just very very interesting that. You know, they like you said, there has to be more at play here. You know, it's just any, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the uh, Taylor Hall for Adam Larson one for one deal and how bad a deal everybody thought that was. Or how about the uh, the Herschel Walker trade? Are you familiar with the Herschel Walker trade? No, but go dogs. Herschel Walker trade is is one of the most lopsided. It, one of the most lopsided. Did he start in the other uh, the the uh, USFL? Uf, yeah, I believe so. And then he went to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys traded him to Minnesota. And let's see, the Cowboys sent Herschel Walker for to the Vikings for five players and six draft picks. And 
the <laughs> the players um i'm sure you know older people that were alive during the 90s would know these names more than i do but the picks the picks they got back one of them turned into emmett smith who has the all-time uh record for rushing yards in the nfl uh darren woodson great player russell maryland kevin smith and and darren Woodson. i said that so like super lopsided trade dallas goes on to win three super bowls in four years or whatever the hell it is minnesota fades into oblivion like they always do so it's just very interesting that we're trading russian arms russian arms Mm -hmm. dealers um during a time when we're supposed to be at war well you know, one of our allies is at war with Russia. What the? F- yeah, it's like that. You know, for a WNBA just, it's another, player, it's another thing that's like it's all fucking just made up bullshit. That's like, you know, they're used to the twenty-four hour news cycle. We talk about it all the time. It's like, but this one just doesn't really make sense. Like, I just don't understand where WNBA player fits into this. Like, you know, there could have been a lot cooler shit, like, other than a WNBA player carrying a vape to Russia. Like, I just don't see where that fit in the script, but it was in there. Well, like, you know, and also you couldn't have traded for, like, you know, I don't know, maybe get us a couple Siberian Tigers, get a couple nuclear warheads, get some gas, you know, get some crude oil or something, you know, c- come on. Like, who's the GM of the United States making these fucking deals? Because they're shit. Well, I can tell you who the GM is. Actually, I believe this was done by <laughs> the Secretary of State, but... <laughs> but nonetheless... Um... Yeah, nonetheless, but that's, it's that's just, this week in the news, you know. It's just, it's just every week. It seems more and more far fetched. Yeah, that's really just a good way to put it. Far fetched. It's, it's, it's just very interesting that, like, the thing is, is this stuff is happening with so much rapidity. I don't even know if rapidity is a word. Um, so, that like it's does getting, that mean. Is it rapid or repetitiveness? Is that rapidity? The quality of moving or reacting with great speed. Um, it's uh, fucking big brain, chest brain, rapidity. Um, but it's happening so fast. Like these things keep happening in such quick succession. And you know, I've kind of touched on this before, but like, it's impossible to keep up with it all or remember it all. Like, if you think, Ben, over the course of the last two years, basically since when this podcast started, and all the amount of just a ridiculous shit by both presidents that has happened during that time span, like, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it's a good, I mean, it's a good, like, uh, like, it's a perfect reason or, like, I guess if you look if you turn on the news and you see what comes on the news currently and then you are involved in that in your mind it's like it's it gives it's like every reason i mean it it is essentially just a trap you know anyone that is focused on that britney griner situation traded for you know international weapons arms dealer 
is clearly like no person focused on that is focusing on you know leveling themselves up and i'm not trying to say that you know we're here to talk about leveling up but we're here to talk about leveling up our brains at least and i know we don't sound like it that often but obviously it's not the case you know we're joking around half the time but if you're like every every bit of energy that you waste like you've talked like you've talked about before your 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 quote there it's like all that energy wasted on like worrying about what the fuck is going on in the media i mean it's just taken away from whatever you're trying to do and that's a fact and that's kind of what it's designed to do because if too many people start building their own thing that's awesome and extravagant it's like next thing you know the the media creators you know they're no longer necessary and then they're you know out of their money grab really i mean it's just a I read this, I didn't read this thing. I looked at this thing um, the other day about the metaverse. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty interesting to me because it was like talking about how the metaverse isn't, it's not going to be a place. The metaverse is going to be time. It's going to be a time. And when I say that, it's a, um, a time capturing thing. Every, every minute, like, what the thing I saw said it's it's going to be at like the next 20 years and we've already been in it for about 10 years but anytime that you add something digital like you know may it be a picture like if you have pictures all over your house and then you scan the pictures and put them into photo albums you know it's like you've seen those photo albums that you place one picture on your counter and then it just you know, changes photos yeah, with all yeah, the yeah. photos that you have. It's like, okay, so that, or um, anytime you, you go into like a digital world and like whatever that may be, video games or, you know, I, I don't really even know, but anytime you enter yourself into like a, you know, a digital realm in terms of like, you know, online banking. Sure anything anything that's digital you're slowly entering the metaverse is 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 what this thing was saying it's like it's not meant to be an actual place that you're gonna go it's gonna be this like it's gonna be the time that you spent that you no longer spend you know walking outside or you know going out fishing or taking a hike you know it's like all like so it's it was pretty cool that it's like it's almost like a metaphoric like meta place like it's not like a you know it's like you're you're seeing it with the vr headsets already it's Mm. like people are playing golf or tennis like vr it's like now you've just you no longer going down to a tennis court you're in you know solitary in your house, in your living room. And, you know, I found that pretty interesting, obviously, because, you know, the crazy thing is there's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a big deal. Like it, you're going to be able to work, you know, in this like right. digital space, but I mean, damn, I don't know how we just, 
well, got there either, but it's it's an interesting concept that like you know so much of technology these days is meant to save people time right like the whole point of so much technology uh, is that in theory it saves people time and time is you know the one resource none of us can get back or get more of but so like it's interesting in the sense that like all right so in my building in all the buildings that my landlord owns they just replaced all the locks all the deadbolts with digital keypads and locks, right? Digital deadbolts, I guess you could call. But so yesterday I got sent an email about like, you know, there's an app obviously for the, the, the company's called Lockly. There's an app for, you have to connect your app and then you can unlock and lock your door from your phone. Right. And if you don't want to do that, you, you know, there's a keypad and you could punch in your code and it'll unlock the door. If anything, it's taking more time because it takes me more time to punch in a six digit code than it does to just put a key in and unlock the door and open the door and go in. And then also like my door is not perfectly flush when I shut it. So the thing automatically locks after like whatever, five seconds, but because my door isn't perfectly flush, it can't lock itself. So then it just tries to lock, can't lock, can't lock, and then just beeps a million times. So it's, I then have to either when I'm in the apartment, manually lock it, which isn't a big deal. And when I leave, I have to hold the door shut all the way, push the keypad and it'll lock itself. It is, it's actually taking me more time to get in and out of my apartment and in and out of the building because they put them on all the doors in and out of the building as well. So I understand safety and convenience and ease of use. And also now if you forget your keys, when you're leaving, if you have your phone, like, or, you know, the code, you can just get back into the build. Like it will prevent, in theory, it will prevent lockouts. But like at the same time, it is not faster. For someone like me, it's just not more convenient. So we've hit this weird place in time and in, in human history where it's like yeah, this like this. It's like a, a a warp that it's you're we're transitioning to dumber rather than like that's the difference. You want to know the difference is Aaron is that your your lock and key. Worked for 20 years, 20 years. And you know what? That was too fucking long. That was too good. No, now they need something like this that you're going to have to replace every 20 right. months right. because it's going to be fucked up. So that's and obsolescence. Exactly. Yeah. And you're, there's total, and you know, there's convenience needs of use and, you know, listen down the road, it, it may become that way where life is so, you know, simple things like that are so convenient and easy because we're kind of in like the beta phase of like all this stuff being tested and, and the world kind of transitioning into this type of, you know, technology and ease of use and, and time-saving things. But at the end of the day, like not all this stuff is completely flushed out yet. None of it completely works. Like, all right, we only have three and a half minutes. So I'll make this as quickly as possible, but think about like Alexis, right? You know, Amazon Alexis. Those things don't even listen half the fucking time. Like, you know, people use them and I understand why people use them and people, I understand why people like them. But like half the time you have to like repeat yourself or speak more and clearly. Then like Right. And it doesn't even answer your question or it says like some random fucking thing. You're like, yeah. no, I didn't fucking say that. Yeah, no, I right. get that. It's like and it's ease so, of use. But, but the technology behind the ease of use isn't quite fleshed out yet. And so like, is it actually easier to use? If you, if you ask Alexa a question and you have to ask her four times, is that really easier to use than just, you know, typing it into Google and figuring it out for yourself? Right. No, it's not. But that's the thing. 
dumber, 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 dumber. So you can either be dumber or you can be smarter. So join the <laughs> join our fucking side. There's no better way to, to cap it off than that. You could be dumb or you could be smart. The choice is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. I, but I mean, I, I hate to say it like that because I get like circumstantial things. Like, sure. you know, an older person can't see well. Right. You know, it's a, it's a good thing. It's like sure. yep. my grandmother, you know, but uh, yeah, for, for the problem is it's like, that's who needs it. She right. should be using it. Not, right. not everybody. So, right, right, right. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up. Episode 127 of the Sunday conversation podcast is brought Jesus, to you by loyalty liquors and our boys and, <laughs> and all that stuff and hosted by Benny and I, thanks for listening. Truly. I still, it still blows my mind that anybody listened to this, let alone the amount of people that do. So, uh, Benny, you got anything else? No, much love, much love, baby. Good chat. See you. See you.